Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Good morning. In the ancient world, a disease was a terrifying thing. Those who had the ability um, would flee from the major cities out into the countryside to countryside estates and would um, allow disease to run its course. And simple things that we take for granted today, like colds and flus, would kill hundreds if not thousands of people. And so it should come as no surprise that ancient communities would be afraid of leprosy. And leprosy refers to scripturally for, for any um, disease that has a visible manifestation. Leprosy in, or lepri in um, Greek means scaly, um, referring to the, the um, way that the skin a leper looks. So anyone who had any kind of sores or scabs was considered to be a leper and was kicked out of the community. They were no longer deemed to be a member of the community. And thus when Christ encounters the ten lepers, what he tells them to do is to go to the priest so that they could be readmitted into the community because when they called out to Jesus, they were non-persons, according to society. Unfortunately, today in 21st century America, we still have lepers. We have people in our community that are considered to be non-persons. And I know this is going to make some of you uncomfortable because there are those of you that have come to me and told me that when I preach on the subject, you, you get uncomfortable and don't particularly appreciate it. But as the epistle said today, we should obey our leaders. And it was not particularly comfortable for many in the Greek archdiocese during the 60s when Archbishop Yakovos marched with Martin Luther King. And so today I stand before you and I'm going to preach on abortion because today is Sanctity of Life Sunday. And what's interesting, I invoke Archbishop Yakovos on purpose because the link between civil rights and slavery and abortion is much closer than I think anyone realizes. In the story of America, uh, there's a ruling by the Supreme Court which held that one group of people who had power, who was protected by the law, who could vote, had power and rights over another group of people who were not protected by the law, who did not have power, and did not have the right to vote. And the privileged group of people had the right to profit from and to even kill the group of people that was out of power and had no legal standing. 
Now, what I just described to you is actually two separate rulings by the Supreme Court. The first is the Dred Scott decision, which upheld slavery in the United States. It held that slave owners had a right to do whatever they wanted to do to slaves using the justification of property. The second ruling is Roe v. Wade, which ruled that women, using the justification of privacy, had the right to murder their own unborn children. And as you can see, the same justification, the same type of thinking is used in both decisions because abortion and those who defend abortion are the intellectual children of those who defended slavery. And to demonstrate this, I want to tell you and go into a little bit more detail. Margaret Sanger, the founder of uh, Planned Parenthood, was a eugenicist. She wanted to rid the United States of African Americans. And her plan was to put abortion clinics and to encourage abortions uh, in minority neighborhoods so that they self-culled themselves out of American society. And to this day, there's a larger percentage of Planned Parenthood clinics in minority neighborhoods than in white neighborhoods. And the primary victims of abortion in the United States since 19, since Roe v. Wade have been African Americans. A disproportionate number of abortions, way above their, their percentage of the population, are African Americans. Since Roe v. Wade, one quarter of the current African American population of the United States have been killed by abortions. Another and final nail in this coffin is the recent um, revelation that Planned Parenthood uses the corpses of the aborted fetuses to harvest body parts and to use them uh, to profit by selling them for medical research. So again, abortion is doing the same thing to fetuses as slavery did to African Americans. They're treated as non-persons, they are used for profit, and we are allowed by law to kill them. So in other words, abortion is the intellectual child of slavery. Anyone who defends abortion is an intellectual descendant of those in this country who defended slavery. The same type of thinking, the same type of justifications used by the pro-slavery movement in this country are the same justifications used by the pro-abortion advocates in this country today. So if you support abortion intellectually, you are making the same arguments that were made in this country to support slavery. And the other thing that's interesting 
is that the primary population that was against slavery and fought tooth and nail against slavery in this country were Christians. And the one group of people that fights tooth and nail against abortion in this country are Christians because it's the same fight. Now, I'm not going to stand here and say that we need to change the law. I'm not going to stand here and ask for political activism. It's not in my bones. Um, Because politics have a way of corrupting those who get heavily involved in it. it. It asks of us to do things and to ask for things that are not godly. Besides which, if we changed the law, if tomorrow Roe v. Wade was overturned, we still have a large portion of people in this country who do not understand why abortion is such an evil. And they would go on and march forward in their lives without that understanding, and abortions may very well still happen, although illegally as opposed to legally. And we still haven't accomplished what we want to accomplish, which is the recognition that these people our society treats as non-persons are people. And we see that today, of course, in the gospel reading where Christ treats these ten men as people, and specifically a Samaritan, someone who is despised by the Jews someone who is definitively seen even lower than the Gentiles in terms of their ranking of who deserves our respect. And Christ tells him that his faith has healed him. And at the time of Christ, at the time of the first generation of Christians, slavery was legal in the Roman Empire. It was considered normal. In fact, slavery was considered normal almost everywhere in the world. But Paul challenged the world about slavery with his letter to Philemon. Because Philemon's slave Onesimus had run away, had become a Christian under the tutelage of Paul. And Paul told Onesimus to return to his master as a slave to obey the law. But he challenged Philemon to welcome back his slave, not as a slave, but as a brother. And of course, not only did Philemon free Onesimus from his slavery, but he welcomed him back as a Christian brother. And the community eventually elected Onesimus to be bishop. Therefore, we as Orthodox Christians need to do something similar. We need to challenge those around us about abortion, to understand and see these people unrecognized as human beings, as human beings. And we must insist that these people are human beings from the moment of conception. Because we recognize and celebrate three conceptions as holy feasts in this church. 
We celebrate the conception of Christ at our own feast annunciation. We celebrate the conception of St. John the Baptist. We celebrate the conception of the Virgin Mary, the Theotokos. So these are people, human beings, from the moment of conception. And I invite you to tell stories of your own experiences as fathers and mothers and grandparents. I have my own. I have three, as a matter of fact. Two as a father and one as a Christian. My oldest, Maruna, I was privileged to see in the womb at 11 weeks because the lab had screwed up and we thought my wife was having a miscarriage. And so we went in to have a sonogram to see what was going on. They usually don't do a sonogram till much later, till about 10 weeks later in a pregnancy. So I got to see my daughter, this tiny little person. And when my wife heard the heartbeat, she laughed with joy. And my daughter heard that laughter and started to dance. You cannot tell me that my daughter was not a person at 11 weeks. My fourth child died in the womb. The umbilical cord wrapped around his neck, and he choked to death. I pray for him. He's buried. He has a tombstone here in town. And I feel his presence every time I do the divine liturgy. You cannot tell me that my son was not a human being. And finally, my saint, the saint that I was named after, the patron who watches over me and prays over me, led me to become an Orthodox Christian and led me to become a priest. Patron saint of Wales, St. David. According to the mores and the ethics of 21st century America, should have been aborted because he was the child of a rape. And we forget that if a rape results in a pregnancy, there's not one victim, but two, because that child is a victim as well. And that child, not only as a human being, but as St. David of Wales definitively proves, it is a human being capable of becoming a saint, and not just any saint, but a patron saint of an entire nation. These are the kinds of stories that we need to tell and that the American people need to hear. They need to understand that we have kept alive the legacy and the tragedy of slavery into the 21st century with its child, its intellectual child, abortion. We have not rid ourselves of the evil that existed at the beginning of the American experiment. It continues on today. And we need to be prophets. We need to declare the truth about what abortion is, where it comes from, why it exists, and why it is wrong. And to convince everyone that these little helpless people need our protection, need our love, need our respect, and need our recognition. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever. Amen.